0: Hi, this is Dr. Russ Kennedy, and welcome to the Anxiety Rx podcast, where we talk about everything new in healing anxiety. So stay with us. Dedication and Preface. Hi, I'm Dr. Russ Kennedy. Thank you for getting this audiobook. And I wanted to say a few words to you before we start this journey together. I wrote this book to help you if you struggle with anxiety yourself or your support and counsel for someone else who struggles with it. Anxiety plagued me for decades, and traditional psychiatry and psychology didn't help me much, so I had to take matters into my own hands. Physician, heal thyself, you might say. I also wanted to take the narration of this book into my own hands, or voice, to give you a felt sense of my experience, and provide you with some humor through a tough subject, rather than just listening to an audiobook. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Sounds like a Not that there's anything wrong with that. Of course I know, grandma. I stay 99% true to the book, but I've added some extra jokes and a few additional words and sentences to further help you understand and heal from anxiety and alarm. The preface and introduction are a bit longer than typical because I wanted to explain why this book is unlike anything you've seen before with respect to healing anxiety. Much of it is counterintuitive and chronicles my own non-traditional experiences and those of my patients who have found a new way to heal their emotional wounds. This book is that way. My emotional wounding came from living with a father who was tortured by a bipolar disorder and schizophrenia, so much so that he took his own life more than 30 years ago. This book is my attempt at making the pain my father suffered and the pain we suffered as his family mean something. And help others in a way I could never help my poor dad. Okay, let's light this candle. Let's start the book. Dedication. For my dad. It wasn't your fault. It's no one's fault. Your life had meaning. It's here in these pages. You can rest now. For my mom. You always did what you had to do. The cost was immeasurable. Thank you. For Rusty, my younger self, I have you now. I love you now. You can rest. Okay, if you're ready, let's get into it. Preface On a muggy, late summer day in 1973, Twelve-year-old me didn't know very much about what anxiety was, but I did know for certain I did not feel safe. My father had attempted suicide, and I was watching the ambulance drive off to take him away to the hospital. Even with the drama and trauma of my father's schizophrenia and bipolar illness, I knew my parents loved my younger brother and me, but the pressures were just too great to provide a stable home life. Looking back, I have often jokingly said my father was psychotic and my mother was neurotic, so my own psyche didn't stand much of a chance. If you're looking at this book because you have anxiety, chances are you have some old wounding stored in you from your past and you haven't found a way to heal it yet. Anxiety can be the biggest challenge in a person's life. If you had managed to heal from chronic worry and anxiety, you'd likely be looking at books on overcoming much easier challenges like becoming a blindfolded bomb diffuser or an amateur astronaut. If you suffered in your past and you're still suffering now, I feel you. I really, really do. For decades, I suffered from crippling anxiety and looked to every type of therapy and was disappointed at every turn. I know the deep frustration of being promised relief and walking away empty-handed. I wrote this book as a way to turn my dad's pain and suffering and the suffering of my mother, brother, and me into something for good to create a healing message for others arising out of our pain. When I was a boy, my dad told me of his plans for the future. Mental illness stole those plans and burned them right in front of him. He could only stomp out the flames so many times until he went up in them. Watching the ambulance take my dad away on that late summer day in 1973, I swore to myself that his pain and the chaos, confusion, and heartbreak we suffered as his family was going to stand for something. Although his potential was taken from him, I have taken that vow of my 12-year-old self and rode the energy of his spirit and what he taught me to become a doctor. I told myself that if I was a physician, I could help others in a way I was never able to help my father. My qualifications for guiding you on this healing journey. University degrees in medicine and neuroscience. Master's level training in developmental psychology at the Newfeld Institute in Vancouver. Over 100,000 patient encounters. Personal insights into anxiety from ayahuasca, LSD, psilocybin, and MDMA. Hundreds of books on anxiety, from highly spiritual to hardcore neuroscience. Lived at a temple in India studying the science of spirit. Certified yoga and meditation teacher. Countless conferences on anxiety and mental health. Many academic and spiritual retreats to explore mind-body, mental, and physical health. Lived with anxiety every day for many years. Overcame my own anxiety to become a professional stand-up comedian. By the way, do you know what they call the person who graduates dead last in their medical class? Doctor. Despite my extensive academic experience above, probably my biggest credential in helping others with anxiety is that I personally suffered from the dreaded condition for decades. The unusual position of being both anxiety doctor and anxiety patient has given me a unique ability to see what works and what doesn't from multiple perspectives. I don't have to go back to the doctor to report my progress. I am the doctor. What we're currently doing in psychology and psychiatry is taking two very separate things, the anxious thoughts of the mind and the alarm feeling in the body and reducing them to one diagnosis, anxiety. Most anxiety treatments have limited success because most treat the anxiety of the mind but neglect the bigger issue, the alarm signals of old trauma stored in the body. There's a story about the organic chemist, Frederick Kekulé. He was struggling with finding a chemical formula for benzene, now known to be a six-carbon ring. Try as he might, he couldn't figure out how the six carbons would fit together. At that time, chemical structures were thought to be linear, with atoms fitting together like the boxcars on a train. Benzene was known to have six of these boxcars, but it was also known that the structure could not be linear. One night while dreaming, Kekula had a vision of a snake biting its own tail leading him to the idea that benzene's structure was not a linear, but a circular one. In a similar manner, I had a vision while on LSD that went against conventional theory. Much of my anxiety was not in my mind, but rather in my body. Traditional therapies were looking in the wrong place. That psychedelic-induced vision has allowed me to develop the theory upon which this book is based. While this book can't change the pain from your past, it can help you perceive it differently, both in your mind and in your body. When you change your perception of your past, and especially of your quote-unquote self, you change your future. This book is as unique as it is practical, and not just a rehash of conventional therapies that don't work. In my own healing from chronic worry, I've had to become my own doctor, therapist, and shaman. This book is exceptional in its amalgamation of the neuroscientific principles of the mind and the spirit of the body. I've used thousands of hours in scientific training to explain what I found unexplainable in my out-of-mind experiences in India and on psychedelics. What most approaches to treat anxiety miss, and this book addresses specifically, is the critical role of accessing the healing power and wisdom stored in the body. While more medical, mind-based approaches are important and helpful, and I'll address those as well, you will only fully heal when you commit to a pointed focus on connecting to your body. Finding and soothing the alarm stored in your body is critical to you healing from chronic worry. We need to know what we're treating to have the best treatment. Anxiety is an endless feedback loop of painful feeling in the body, alarm, and anxious thinking in the mind. Each energizes the other. I'll show you how to break that destructive cycle so you can get back to living your life. Leaving your anxiety behind requires a simple shift in your perception from mind to body, so you get out of the frightening predictions of your mind and into the grounded security of your body. Once you become practiced in this renewal of perception, you may well be able to talk to your doctor about the renewal of your prescription. My father never got off medication, and in fact, it was medication that ultimately killed him. Thirteen years after that summer day I watched the ambulance take him in 1973. It was me that found him, the first of many dead bodies I'd see in my medical career. He left a note behind, beside his lifeless body, that I found on January 12, 1987. The note said, It's not your fault, it's no one's fault. Love, Dad. But I do feel at fault in a way. I could never help him. No one could. He was just too sick. I wasn't even a doctor while he was alive. He died five months before I could tell him that I had gained admission to medical school. I couldn't help my dad with his emotional pain, but I am fully committed to helping you with yours. Hey, it's Dr. Russ. Thanks for listening to this episode. And I hope you'll tune in the next time for the Anxiety Rx podcast.